I'm Ben Gonzalez with the Texas Department of Insurance, and this is the Texas Insurance Podcast. So on each episode, we take a look at an insurance topic, why it's important to you, and then offer some tips to help save you some money or maybe protect your property. Today, we're talking about how building a stronger home could help you avoid problems down the road. And it starts on the roof, sometimes spending just a little more up front for the right kind of fasteners could make all the difference. With insurance, we're often looking at what happens after a storm, but our guest today says there are several things you can do before the storm that may improve your chances of not having to file a future claim. Joining us is Fred Malik from the Insurance Institute for Business and Home Safety. Hello, Fred. Hey, Ben. How you doing? Doing well, sir. Um, start by telling us a little bit about what the Insurance Institute for Business and Home Safety is. What's the mission there? Yeah, sure thing. So we are a building science organization. We're a trade, a nonprofit trade association as well. We're, we're funded by property insurers and reinsurers. And our express mission from our member companies is to reduce avoidable suffering and financial loss for homeowners and, and other people that occupy things like business uh, or commercial buildings, that kind of thing. So just trying to find ways to reduce uh, risk, correct? Yes, it is looking to reduce risk, but really what we're, what we're about is keeping people in their homes, getting them back to normal faster post-event so that they can get back into their normal flow of life. And when, when we're able to be successful in that space, then everybody wins. Gotcha. Well, one of the things, of course, that the group uh, encourages is building more resilient, stronger homes. And we've all seen kind of that iconic photo of that one lone house standing after Hurricane Ike. Is that what we're talking about when we describe fortified building? Well, I mean, we'd love for every house to look like that, right? We'd like to just be looking across the land and see nothing but houses still standing. So, yeah, I mean, that's obviously the goal is to is to get you know get every house performing that way. But you know, not every event is the same. Ike was a pretty pretty severe storm and lasted a good long time. Had a lot of storm surge with it. So, you know, not every storm is the same, and there are things that, that we can do and, and guidance that, that homeowners can take advantage of to keep them in their homes, even if it's a lower intensity event. You know, your, your viewers may not be aware, but every year, the, the bulk of insurance claims that are related to natural disasters have to do with low-level storms and, and preventable losses like water intrusion coming through the roof. Uh, and then expanding uh, and amplifying the damage. So, you know, we can do a lot to, to minimize that. We, matter of fact, at IBHS, we've done some studies. We can, we can reduce 50% of insurable losses just by getting the roof to be a, a better performing roof. Right. That's the cap on everything else, right? It is. It is. It is the thing that is the most exposed, the most vulnerable, and, and the easiest to, to mitigate. That's a good thing to do. Um, so if somebody is uh, replacing a roof or maybe you're building a house right now, what should you be asking the contractor along the, the way of the process? Yeah, so, so at IBHS, we've looked at resilience and we've looked at the intensity of storms, what things should be done in what order. And it all starts with the roof. And so if you are re-roofing, whether it's just because of normal maintenance or you've had a claim and you're, you're replacing a, an existing roof, you know, talking with your roofing contractor uh, and asking him for things like a sealed roof deck, uh, making sure that they're attaching the roof with ring shank nails, the, the, the roof decking, which is the, the part that the shingles or the metal sit on top of, making sure that gets attached to the trusses of the rafters with ring shank nails. You can double 
the uplift capacity and strength of your roof simply by using 8D ring shank nails over smooth shank nails. So, you know, and that's a modest investment. That's like less than $50 can accomplish doubling the strength of your roof. Sealing the roof deck, there's a number of techniques that we describe in, in some of our literature and in the stuff that's available for free at fortifiedhome.org. Uh, you can download a, a re-roofing checklist and you can learn all about what we require in our fortified program. But sealing the roof deck is designed to keep wind and water out if the primary roof cover, so your shingles, or your metal, your tile fails. There's something there that stays in place to keep the water from getting into the house and, and leading to bigger and messier damage. And then the 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 uh, the next thing is making sure that the, the the roof covering products that you select are designed to resist the the the, so the conditions that you might face. And that becomes particularly important when you're talking about metal or tile. Some you know people have a a perception that if I spend money on these more expensive roof systems, I'm going to get a better product. There are some inherent benefits to that for sure, but if it's not installed the way it's designed to be installed to resist those those severe conditions, then it's no less or no more likely to to to, to perform the job than say a standard shingle is. So you gotta there's some real details that you want to make sure your roofing contractor is paying attention to. And we lay that all out in our our fortified home guidance. Once you have gotten your roof to be more resilient, then you can start focusing on other things like opening protection, for example. There's a phenomenon uh, that's called internal pressurization. This is a little bit technical. I won't go too far into it, but most people don't know that your home or your commercial building are designed to keep all of the pressures and all the things that are acting on it on the exterior of the building. And so when an opening like a door or a window or a garage door, when those things fail, all that pressure rushes inside the house and, and puts pressure where it's not designed to be. And that's where you get structural failures. That's where you get real problems. And so at our silver level or at the second level of, of, of designation, that level of resilience, uh, protecting openings becomes an important thing, particularly for those that are out on the coast. Inland, okay. you know, inland and stuff. There, there's a different priority, but but out at the coast, that that uh, opening protection is is important. Inland, your biggest opening that you're paying attention to is your garage door. Making sure you get a properly rated garage door. And we have all kinds of information on our website about that as well. And then finally, the thing that most people, you know, talk about and 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 are usually boastful about, you know, that thump in their chest that, hey, I, I paid for some metal connectors in my house. That's something, that's part of something called the continuous load path. That's really important. It makes sure that your whole house can act as a system and, and stay intact if, if it's put under uh, significant stress. However, there aren't that many storms that actually put that level of stress on your home. So your money, your initial money that you're spending is better spent on those first few things, the roof, protecting your openings, making sure you have a good garage door, you get more risk reduction focusing on those things than potentially on the, the load path. Now, lo I'm not saying that the load path isn't important. I'm just saying that particularly if you have an existing home, it's really hard to add that if, it, if it's not there. But you can do something about those other elements, the roof and the openings, uh, even if you have an existing older home. Yeah, especially when when you're when you're trying to think about retrofitting something that's already there, it's it's always a lot harder than doing it right from the beginning. And some of the things that you just mentioned, uh, like uh, using the right kind of nails and the right nailing techniques, 
don't exactly cost a lot of money, at least not as much as replacing a whole roof. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's a common phenomenon. I have to say, as somebody who was, was a home builder prior to joining IBHS, I've been working with IBHS now 11 years. I was a home builder for over 20 years prior to that. And as a consumer of insurance products, you know, I really didn't understand what I had the ability to do to mitigate my own risk. I just sort of said, oh, well, it's fate. And, and we see that along with, with uh, that's a pretty common attitude across most people is that, you know what, there's not a lot I can do about it. I'm just going to take my chances and that's what I have insurance for. But, you know, the, the, the reality is that making good informed decisions at the right time can dramatically change your experience when it comes to severe weather. So you can take control if you have good information when you're trying to make some of these critical decisions. And that's what we're all about, is just giving people good information. You, you still make your own choices, but you don't want to look back and say, you know what, I just spent $30,000 replacing my roof, and if I had known, if I just spent $50 more on ring shank nails, I could have a significantly stronger roof. That's the kind of news you don't want to get when you've, uh, when you've already made that kind of investment. Yeah, that's amazing that that little bit can change everything. Um, it, speaking of the roofs, we know, of course, here in Texas, hail is kind of our number one threat that kind of covers the whole state, not just along the coast. And we saw that uh, some of the research you guys have done about impact-resistant shingles, it, it really was surprising. Can you tell us about uh, what you found? Yeah, yeah. So IBHS has really led the way in the scientific community on this on this question. The the prevailing wisdom out there right now, the way roofing products in particular are tested for impact resistance is to, to either take a solid sphere of ice or a steel ball and drop that from a particular height and then see how it reacts with the surface that it's hitting. I know hail is pretty prevalent in, in Texas, but I don't think I've ever seen a steel ball fall out of the sky. Uh, you know, there, so... You know, it's not a terribly realistic scenario. Plus, the, the way the damage is assessed is, is really from the underside of the shingle or, or roofing products. I don't know too many people that are able to go out, turn their roof over and say, oh yeah, well, here's a crack. I, I, I need to make sure I get this fixed. What IBHS did is that we need to know more about the natural processes, how hail forms, what are some of the different characteristics of hail, because solid ice reacts differently to slushy ice when it hits a, a roof in particular. Uh, and so we, we went out, we, we devised a way to create, recreate realistic hail in a laboratory environment. And we took that and we said, okay, now let's see, can we design a better test, a test that's gonna be more predictive it's going to measure things like dents and granule loss and, and that type of thing. And we were successful at doing that. And so last year in 2020, IBHS uh, released our impact resistance tests for impact rated shingles. And, and our belief is that those shingles will perform better. You'll have a better opportunity for choosing a good performing shingle than if you rely on the, the older versions of uh, testing, uh, which are called class four. People may be familiar with that term. So you, you can't just get the most expensive shingle. It's more about doing a little bit different level of research here? Yeah, so what we try to do is we try to make it easy, right? So we, we have uh, tested the most popular shingles that are available in the market that, that claim to be impact resistant. We, we have tested all of those and we have graded them in four categories. And we have a very visual and easy to follow chart. Essentially, if we rate it as excellent or good, it's a good performing shingle. It's going to resist the bulk of the hail that you might see. Now, does it 
prevent damage from eight inch hailstones? No. I mean, do we, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, I think we had the Texas state record hailstone fall. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that, when you have hail like that, that that's hard to, to really resist. But when we're talking about inch and a half, uh, two inch and lower hail, that's what we're really talking about mitigating and, and, and providing a better, a better performing roofing product. And so, uh, yeah, if we, on our scale, if we rate it excellent or good, it's a it's a shingle that is you should expect to perform well, and not all of them are the most expensive. The way that they the, those those products fall on that list, um, not the, it, it does not go in order of, of cost. Now, if if somebody isn't uh, technically minded and isn't doing a lot of research, what should they be asking their roofer when they're in the process of doing that? Yeah, I mean the, the simple thing to ask is you know does the, the do the shingles that you're proposing for my project. Do they meet the, the IBHS impact resistance test? Uh, now, because our test is, is new, that you may you actually have a roofer that says, well, I'm not really sure what, what that is. And you can direct them to our website. It's IBHS.org is our corporate website. There's all kinds of good information there on, on hail. Uh, we also have that on our Fortified website, which is fortifiedhome.org. And that chart is right there. And so they can look at brand name. And they can see very easily whether or not the, what they work with is is a product that will deliver that that great uh, impact resistance. So, you know, simplest thing is to ask people if they know about or ask your roofing contractor, do you know about the IBHS impact resistance test? And then if they say they're not familiar with it, send them off to our website. They can find the information very easily. Yes, and that's all a kind of unbiased kind of information. It's it's actual research that's done and tested. Correct. That's right. Yeah, we painstakingly so i mean we spent we spent uh, over 10 years developing the techniques and the testing that's available uh so yeah it is objective uh in the extreme we we have we have no dog in the hunt we don't we don't receive uh any sort of of compensation from the company's products that we, we that we test we're simply looking at what's going to deliver the best results and and how can we help people come into contact with those those products well, thanks a lot, Fred. Can you tell people again where they need to go if they want to learn more about this? Yeah, sure. So we have a ton of resources available for people for free at fortifiedhome.org. You can find out about our hurricane uh, guidelines, our high wind guidelines, and our hail guidelines. It's all right there uh, and free to download uh, and share with your roofer. we got good stuff there for you. That website again is fortifiedhome.org. And when you choose weather-resistant roofing materials, some insurance companies might offer a discount. So be sure to ask your agent what's available. Well, that's it for today. But if you need information about home insurance, start on our website. It's tdi.texas.gov. You can also call our helpline at 800-252-3439 to ask your insurance questions. And be sure to subscribe to the Texas Insurance Podcast wherever you get podcasts so you don't miss out on any of this important information. We'll talk to you next time.